everybody and welcome to another episode of Guys on Gaffer. Uh, my name is Joel and we have got David with us and for a change we have got a guest on the show with us today, another Scandinavian, probably one of the best gaffer managers out there at the moment, ninth at the moment, fifth last season, doing quite well in Super League as well. We have got Alfred, um, you may know him as Marcelito on Twitter. How are you Alfred? Welcome to the pod. Yeah, thank you. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, doing well. And how's things going, David? Yeah, I'm alright. It's uh, nice to uh, be podding again. Yes, yes. So we are recording ahead of Double Game Week 20, uh, 44. I was about to say the last Double Game Week of the season, but we actually do have the Bournemouth Forest game in Game Week 45 as well. So there are two doubles left. And we have hit the, the home stretch in our gaffer season. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is just a few of the teams that we probably don't talk about very often um, that are doubling. So Barnsley, Blackpool and Swansea are going to be the main focus. I'm going to then take your guys' questions. But before we do that, um, yeah, Alfred, as you're on the pod, how have you found Gaffer this season, both the Championship game and the Super League game? Tell us a bit about yourself as well. Like what fa other fantasy games do you play? Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Again, I really enjoyed it this year too. I like the, I like the fact that you can get points from more places than in FPL, and uh, I'm really enjoying it because I I play a bunch of different formats, and it's nice with the change. I play Swedish one, Norwegian Norwegian one, Scottish one, MLS, Champions League, um, yeah, and a, a Bundesliga, and a few more. So I play. A lot of uh, different uh, scoring systems, and uh, mm -hmm. I think it really helps me to make me a better manager. That's cool. And wh where do you th where does Gaffer rank then among all the other games? Do you is it right up there as one of your favorites, or would you p put something else kind of up there? It's it's definitely in the in the top top half of like I think I play about ten games, and I would probably rank it the third or fourth. Nice. So. Yeah, it's good fun. It is good fun. And so, yeah, Alfred is ninth. Where are you hoping to get to this season? Obviously, Fifth. you're right there. So. Fifth. Top Fifth. five. Top five. So two top fives in a row. That would be that would be a pretty incredible record to have. Um, I think George came top 10 last year as well, didn't he? And yeah, he's top. Yeah. Is, is there anyone else who might get two top 10 finishes in a row? Trying to remember. Irons, did he? Did he finish top ten? Irons. I think he did. I think he's definitely. Yeah, I think he did. So there you go. Probably the best um, gaffer managers after two seasons. Probably those three. Not for me this year. No top ten for me. Unfortunately, sad times. Uh, long way off it. Um, but yeah, it's an exciting end to the season. I think George is going to win it. He's got a 40 point lead at the moment with only three game weeks left. Um, there are a couple that still have boosts though, so you never know, but they're probably a bit too far back. Um, but anyway, as usual, let's have a look at our teams. And actually, Alfred, yours is up first. So talk us through your week this week. It's, I believe, not the best of weeks for you. There's a very notable player on your bench this week. Uh, yeah, I was between. Uh benching either Brennan or Medin because I thought because I've just bought Medin and he's playing against Birmingham and he's a striker nailed apparently not nailed <laughs> uh, I wanted to start him uh, and obviously didn't go well but other than that I'm pretty happy uh, I um, let me just check Yeah, six a six one win for Blackpool and Medina only getting some minutes yeah. off the bench is, is a bit he, annoying. He only he only got ten minutes, but he did win a pen. So I guess you could, I, I guess you could say I was I was lucky in that sense, but he could have also started and got more. Um, but yeah, uh, my VC punt didn't really work out on Bessie, and uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're not the only one who's done that this week. Because the one guy in the top 10 that didn't have him. And I also got uh, Bree uh, versus uh, 
McNamara arrived, so I was okay. Yeah, that's not good. the best, not the worst. Yeah, it's not been a particularly high-scoring week. I guess we'll see what Mitrovic does. I mean, he's already scored tonight um, as we record. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see if Fulham can wrap up promotion tonight. It's looking like they will. Um, So, yeah. Okay, so that's Alfred's team. David, your team is next. Yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm started Johnson, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm already already happy, uh, but like uh, yeah, I think it's been a good week. I don't know if what uh, is uh, actually a good score this week because like my gaming rank is 500 something right now, but uh, it's not accounted for uh, Mitrovic's goal uh, as of now. Um, but yeah, I think I'll uh, be inside the top 100 still. I, f- I feel like that's like my uh, season goal now. Uh, because I've had such a long stretch, like being just outside, like I had the, I think we talked about this before, but I had like four gray arrows on 113. <laughs> so uh, like uh, anything but that. So yeah, I'm on 98 at the moment. So if I come inside the 100, that would be uh, yeah nice. And uh, one, I think the main highlight this week must be like, I've, I don't have like more bench points than the ones I started instead. <laughs> That's the the main uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, it's become a bit of a joke. David's bench yeah. points. Over the, I mean, what? How many points did you have on the bench last week? Did you say it was like twenty-seven or something? Uh, yeah, twenty-seven. Basti ten, Naismith eleven, Ekpeta six. <laughs> and, I, and the worst thing was like I um I I talked about this like anything in group chat or something like you can't get worse than this, right? Because like I had forty points or something on the bench like the last three game weeks, and then like the next game week almost matched that in like one week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm just happy I didn't uh, choose the wrong ones again because like Baker and Bassi has been like the worst headache uh, <laughs> I've had like yeah. ever in the fancy game, I think. It's, it's it's so 50-50 that you can't like get it right every time. <laughs> it's just a bit random, isn't it, when those sorts of players return. I mean, Baker's been... I mean, when I remember looking at him ahead of one of their doubles a few weeks ago, and like his heat map was just nothing. Like it, He wasn't really getting in that advanced positions, and he just kept returning every week. It's like, yeah, frustrating. His returns are just long shot or pen or corner assist, so... Yeah, he's not really a like attacking player. A swift, uh, a worse swift. Yeah, set pieces count for a lot, I guess. We do have to factor that into our fantasy fantasy decisions, but yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, okay, my team sixty one points. Um, I think that's a one place. Yeah, a one place red arrow from seventy fourth to seventy fifth. Um, Oberfemi's finally done something. I've had him for a few, two or three game weeks now. Um, so he, it's nice that he's finally kind of contributed. Um, fairly standard across the board. Obviously, this is without the Fulham points tonight. Um, did bench Garner, which was unfortunate, um, and played O'Hare. I think that's probably in hindsight not a great decision on my part. I think, obviously, the fixture for Coventry was tough and maybe O'Hare's returns were not going to be sustainable and we know how good Forest are at home I think that's the main thing Forest at home can be absolutely relentless um and with him on set pieces and stuff maybe it was a bad decision who knows um and I also by the way sold Morgan Gibbs White for Bassey um which was you know kind of based off of Sheffield United's form but um yeah that punished me the first one was maybe because you benched O'Hare's returns a lot of times and you a little bit of that and, but I think yeah. the second decision was uh, a fair one because Basi was playing one of the worst teams at home yeah and a double next week it made sense to do it now um, so yeah it's a shame it didn't come off but yeah I do agree with your point on O'Hare like I have benched his return I think I have benched like all his returns and he's blanked every time he's been in my team apart from once so i think there was a psychological aspect to it there for sure um and yeah yeah anyway never mind so down to 75th and just i don't really have a goal now for the rest for the rest of the season because 
I've just hovered between 70 and 80 for weeks now. Some of you might have seen my, my tweet the other day. A bit bored of hovering between 70 and 80 and nothing happening to yeah. my rank at all. <laughs> you, you decided to like uh, make a move that could get uh, you less points than you did. So yeah, it's more basically. exciting now. It's horrible. <laughs> I, think, I think the phrase is on the beach. I'm on the beach with my gaffer yeah. season. So, you know, I'm a, I don't know, a Preston. I'm a, I'm a Reddit, I'm a Swansea, you know, throwing away a 4-1 lead that sort of thing um, i feel like only teams on the beach would do that um yeah. okay so that's my team and that is all, all our teams so let's go on to talk about uh double gaming 44 so the teams that double um so we won't talk about all the teams because i mean some of the teams we have talked about loads all season and we all know who the best assets are so barnsley play huddersfield away blackpool at home um, Blackpool play Luton away, Barnsley away, um, Bournemouth play Fulham at home, Swansea away, not not particularly easy double. Um, Cardiff play Sheffield United away, Middlesbrough away, that's a tough double. Um, Fulham play Bournemouth away, Forest at home, and Borough play Swansea away, Cardiff at home. Um, and there's one more. Swansea play Middlesbrough at home, Bournemouth at home. So those are the teams that double. I think a lot of us will probably have at least eight or nine already in our teams and may have been planning towards it for a little while um but actually i'm going to come to you first on this alfred because you've got one boost left haven't you um so yeah talk us through like what what boost are you planning on playing yeah i will definitely be playing jeepers keepers uh, i have been planning it since well i played my second boost uh mm. so i got grimshaw in to prepare for that to also free up money because it was really cheap and then he got injured because i was also planning to rotate him more uh, mm. because he had uh, birmingham more had bournemouth obviously got injured mm. uh, so now i have to sell both of them for two doubling keepers um, so that's what i'm gonna do uh, do you want me to through yeah now. so one of the questions someone asked was you was it is it ad or was it someone else david yeah, I, think so, yeah. I can uh, i can check yeah i think it was ad yeah who asked um who are the best cheapest keepers options for double game yeah. so you might as well address this right off the bat you are obviously you will have looked into this as you're playing the boost whereas you know like, i haven't looked at it because i i played it ages ago um what are your thoughts then uh well, so I can just hover over all the options uh, pretty quickly. Uh, Swansea uh, play uh, Borough and Bournemouth, uh, two teams that like to shoot a lot. And uh, it's definitely a good, uh, I think it's Fisher in goal. He's definitely a good option. Um, Forest uh, play Peterborough and Fulham away. So two away games. One against Fulham, I think that's also a good option. Mm, definitely. Uh, Middlesbrough, uh, not the best with Swansea away and Cardiff at home. They don't really shoot too much. Uh, like they're mm. probably in the lower half of shooting. And then Fulham have uh, Bournemouth and Nottingham. But I think we all have three Fulham uh, mids or defenders or attackers. Yeah. Well, my conclusion is that uh, Cardiff play... Sheffield and Borough uh, away and they are in the top five for shooting on uh, on goal and just outside of goal and uh, Cardiff aren't the best defensively they're like probably in the middle so Phillips is probably a top two option and I think um, Travers with Bournemouth has Fulham at home and even though they have pretty good uh, like conceded xg Bournemouth, they are pretty good in defense. It will still be a tight game where Fulham will try to attack and shoot a lot. So, and Swansea, they're okay, but it's not the best game for shooting. But I still think the Fulham game makes it worth it. Then Blackpool and Barnsley are also good options, but they are less predictable because uh, they play teams that are probably at their level. So. Mm. Well, maybe Luton and Huddersfield are a little bit better, but it's still unpredictable. So I think Travers and Phillips will be my two. That's interesting. I think there's a lot of good options there. Looking at the fixtures, I I would agree with you on uh, on Cardiff. Um, I think those fixtures are stand out as kind of 
high volume of shots. I mean, Middlesbrough are going to go into that game thinking they have to win as well if they're going to keep it their playoff push because um, they've hit a really rough patch form-wise. Um, yeah, I I would have potentially gone for, for Collins of Barnsley just because Huddersfield is is a tougher game than you than I guess we would have thought. They're flying high at the moment. Um, it's just that Blackpool game, isn't it? You don't know whether he's going to get the saves in that Blackpool game. Um, but Barnsley, again, are in a, they're in a must-win situation now. Otherwise, they're yeah. down. So it could well be a quite open game in, in those instances. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it's Walton in goal now. Collins is, I think, ruled out for the rest of the season. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. Well, he'll be a lot cheaper than than, uh, yeah. than uh, Collins. So that's S- saying that I think if you don't want Travers, uh, then probably... Swansea because Borough and Bournemouth and mm. then what you said about Swansea being a beach there yeah I think Swansea is a top three option and then just behind probably Walton for Barnsley yeah completely agree with that what would you say David I think I'm in, I'm in agreement with with Alfred there yeah I think uh, I echo your thoughts I um I think it's like I think Jeepers uh, Keepers is one of the most interesting chips because there's so many things that impact when if it's going to go well or not, uh, particularly if you're facing a team that are taking many shots, but if your keeper isn't good enough to save those save those shots, you don't get any saves and they just concede lots of goals. Uh, so the thing that makes it difficult is like probably most of the keepers in championship aren't like top tier goalkeepers anyway. If they even if they're playing for the good teams, so. Uh, the difficult thing is like, do you pick a goalkeeper for a team that's better, but don't get as many shots facing them, or like a bad keeper that's facing lots of shots, but probably won't save them. Mm. Uh, so it's a, a very big luck element in it. Um, but uh, I think, uh, especially Barnsley, like having their uh, such a desperate situation will probably lead to like, they play. They're like taking more chances and maybe like get countered more. So uh, I think that would be a factor. And even like I don't even know if this is a thing, but like if they t- take more uh, desperate tackles, do they could concede more penalties? Is there more chances for a penalty save keeper? Interesting hypothesis. The worst teams are probably the worst defenses are probably more likely to. And uh, if you play like. If you play a better team, probably more likely to concede a penalty. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, getting a play for those teams uh, right now, at least, is a good, a good play, and not like getting. I- I've had Rodak on uh, Jeepers Keepers, and he did uh, okay, like. But uh, yeah, I think uh, you have to factor in many things to decide. But I think uh, the the thing the ones you have. Uh, uh, talked about are good options i don't hate rodak actually if you don't have three full and to be fair with those two fixtures two quite attacking teams i i think you're probably not going to get the volume of saves of some of the others but I, I don't i don't hate it i think a lot of it depends on budget as well because like if you if you're struggling for budget you're going to go walton of barnsley four million but if budget's no issue then yeah i think um is it fisher for, for swansea um it's probably worth going up to yeah i think that probably exhausts jeepers keepers that's good um so let's talk about you'll have noticed on the screen there's a few a few stats for oberfemi piro and patterson some of us probably have one swansea attacker by now um because they've been in the goals quite a bit recently um but i th- i thought just it was quite interesting because recently a few people have been bringing in Oberfemi, a few people have been bringing in Piro, and I wasn't really sure who was better. I didn't really have an eye test because I haven't seen a lot of Swansea recently. I just thought it'd be good to look into some of the stats. If you're thinking of bringing in, you know, a Swansea attacker this season, in particular a striker, um, who looks the best? So as you'll see, there is a sea of green in the in the column for Piro uh, for goals, assists, goal involvement, shots and shots on target. He actually comes out on top of every metric. So the stats suggest that Piro should be your pick. Um, and also bearing in mind that Piro is on penalties. But it isn't that... Um... Oberfemi's not that far behind, though. 
So, for example, goals per 90 is 0.57 for Perot, 0.54 for Oberfemi. So there's nothing in it, really, in terms of goals per 90. Assists per 90, Perot has been a bit more creative, 0.14 per 90 compared to 0.05 per 90. So that's 1 in 20 for Oberfemi, effectively, and around 3 in 20 um, for Perot. Um, and then, so that leads us to a total kind of goal involvement per 90 of 0.71 for Perot, 0.59 for Oberfemi. Um, in terms of shots, again, Perot is taking more shots, but not by an awful lot compared to Oberfemi. Um, 2.68 compared to 2.33, and then shots on target 1.34 compared to 1.14. So you'll be able to see that on the table on the screen. Um, and yeah, so I think that suggests Piro is better. What do you guys think about Patterson, though? Because um, actually, on a lot of the stats, he is significant, apart from assists, where he's kind of averaging just over one in four, in assists in every four games. He lags behind, and he only kind of averages 1.3 shots per game. It's not that many. Do you think Patterson is... He's in a lot of teams, but if you don't have him, do you think he's one that you can ignore? I, I think you can ignore him because uh, there are a, a lot of good mids currently. Uh, Johnson, Bassi, Carvalho, Wilson, um, Christie even. And uh, yeah, so if you need to bring one in, uh, like if you want to bring a Swansea attacker in, I think it's Piro or, mm. or Bafemi. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so too. And his minutes have been... It's been weird. He's been benched kind of really randomly. Like, I know he's coming back from injury at one point, but it's been a bit bizarre. Could still be the, could still be the injury, like, haunting him. Yeah. yeah. yeah it could be. So, Patterson is definitely kind of someone who... I mean, I don't hate people buying him, but um, you may not kind of particularly want to, to look at. Um, Perot is an annoying one for me because I had him, like... I don't know if, if you remember the period, kind of, it was like... Game week 30-odd, where we had the FA Cup um, blank game week. And only a few teams were playing. One of them was Swansea. And I had, like, Christie and Piro in my team. And they did absolutely nothing for all those weeks leading up to and including 30. And then afterwards, it's like doing quite well when I got fed up with them and got rid of them. So. Yeah, I remember you were so salty about Christie. Like, yeah. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I benched one of his halls. I didn't have him when he got, like, 24 points. Yeah. I think uh, Swansea had a double. I, don't, I can't remember when it was. But I didn't have Pirot, and a few had him captain. And I think I think he got two points over two games because of the yellow card <laughs> and uh, one benching. So yikes! Troll status confirmed. They're just they've been so inconsistent, Swansea. I think we can see that they are a very strong attacking team at times when they're all firing um, and they're all fit. Um, and Oberfemi has come into. I think since Oberfemi has come into the team, that's they've got even better as well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, they are two tough games though, Middlesbrough and Bournemouth. So it could end in tears. It could end. It could end in tears with these guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny like uh, how different it is with uh, us considering playing for Swansea this season and last season, because mm -hmm. like it was all about the wing backs uh, last season, and like they were almost like if you can call it, can call it essential. Uh, but it's uh, we're not looking at all at them. Uh, not, uh, it seems like so. Yeah, I don't know what's happened, but uh, maybe uh, they uh, switched uh, the tactics tactics a bit this season. Mm. Yeah, the two up top and kind of Patterson in behind now um, seems I to be. I think Wolf Wolf is a good option. Even I think mm. I don't know if he's playing left wing back, but I think he's he's doing he's having good numbers and shots and key passes. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's popping up with quite a few assists, isn't he? And, and he's but I don't, I don't think he's better than the other yeah. double game weakers. Is he 7 million? I think he's 7 million. Yeah. 6.9. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. I probably won't. won't I, don't, I don't think he has set pieces either. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Not, not the best. That's probably Swansea covered then. Um, so, okay, Barnsley and Blackpool are the other two teams that kind of have, they have re some reasonable fixtures in there. So, like, they play each other um, in the midweek and then Barnsley have Huddersfield away. Um, Blackpool have have Luton away, which is not an easy, so two kind of fairly tough fixtures. 
Blackpool are very much on the beach, but we've just seen them beat Birmingham 6-1. If you were to pick one option from, from Blackpool, who would you guys pick? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I already have picked one, so I'll just say that one. Uh, I don't know how we say his name, but Ekpieta. Ekpieta? <laughs> Ekpieta, yeah. He's uh, he's scoring goals for some reason. So <laughs> get, <Sick>. get him. Ah, <laughs> oh, for that, um, David. That's just that's pretty lucky. Have you had? Have you benched his goals? You did, didn't you? You benched his goals. Mm, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe uh, I think I got one of them, and then the other uh, was uh, on the bench. If we uh, look at who actually returned in the six-one, while it loads. Um, I remember looking at the score and like looking at some of the players and was like, who's that? Okay, so Kenny Dougal got a goal and an assist. So I remember watching the League One playoff final last season and he's, I think he scored both goals. And I remember the commentator saying like it was the only two goals he's scored all season or something. So probably don't look at Kenny Dougal, but he got a 15-pointer. And then like, who's, who on earth Beasley who got a brace? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, is it uh, that American guy? Or is it... Uh, do I have, do I have uh, think completely wrong here? Not the, it's not the FIFA guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's not... I, I think he's about 50 or 45. Right. I'm looking at the the, te- the the gaffer formation for... They must have played such an attacking team. It's, the gaffer formation is 3-3-4 with, like, Anderson, Beasley, Hamilton. I don't even know who Hamilton is. He got a goal and an assist. And then Lavery all playing in that game so uh, the thing is i don't i don't think any of the strikers are nailed maybe anderson hmm. but, but uh, yeah because bowler bowler looked pretty good for a while but now he's not nailed anymore so and neither is Medine or lavery or yates uh, so my pick would also be ekpiteta because he seems to have some goal threat and uh, well he could get like two half yeah, he could. I think I'm going to avoid, though, to be honest, because yeah, I can see them conceding in both games. And like you say, no one's nailed in the forward spots. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Like when the teams you think were like lower down in the table are like rotating back, uh, they're like Manchester City, <laughs> but yeah. uh, it seems to be working for them. So yeah, I mean, there could be another crazy result where they score four or five just purely because they're on the beach i i think i think yesterday's games were just kind of a prime example of what happens towards the end of the season where you just get bizarre results i remember there was one game last season where blackburn did they put they put seven past someone and like armstrong got a hat trick and something like that yeah um you know so we've seen a four four yesterday and we've seen a six one blackpool against birmingham so you know there's going to be some bizarre holes that some people are just going to randomly pick up, I think. But Yeah, it's like you, you can't even predict it because like it's about... If, if it's two teams that are on the beach are facing, facing, uh, facing each other, it's like which team is less on the beach than the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and who's ha- they're like having fun and just playing uh, because they have nothing to lose. Playing with no pressure. Let's talk about Barnsley briefly then. So they've got Huddersfield away, Blackpool at home. Um... Yeah. Very much looking to lose. <laughs> so they are I looked at the table last night. They I think they need to win all their games. Is it I think the ten it was something like ten points ten or eleven points behind Reading with four games to go. Basically they need to win all their games and hope Reading lose all their games. So they're they're good as gone, but they might as well go for it against Huddersfield. Um I don't think we're gonna look at their defence, are we? But um, Bassi is turning into quite a popular pick because of his creativity. Um, do you guys own him? I own him. Yeah. I got him early for like the doubles. Uh, I don't know if it's like seven games before. And he's, he's done all right, but like he's been a nuisance for me. So I'm starting in this week at least. So that's uh, confirmed. <laughs> and you have him as well, Alfred. Is that right? Yeah, I, I bought him this week and Vise, uh, vice captain him. Didn't go too yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> I have him for next week anyway. Yeah, trying to catch that Peterborough game was a good shout, I think, but ultimately hasn't paid off. So I think if you haven't got Bassi yet, it's probably not too late. He's still a really good option. Okay, so 
What about Carlton Morris then? Because he's the other person that quite a few people have been looking at. Ultimately, it's a Barnsley striker, and striker spots are kind of precious at the moment. Alfred, what do you think about Morris? Do you think he's still a good option, or do you think he's one to avoid? Uh, no, I do, I do think he's a good option. He is starting all the games. He's uh, playing a lot of minutes. He's having, uh, I think he's having a lot of shots. He's doing a lot for bonus too. Uh, and I guess it's between him and uh, Pirot and Obafemi if you want the third striker. And I don't think he's a bad option, especially with the game in 45. I think he has a good fixture too. Preston, um, Preston, Preston at home. Yeah. home. That's, that's pretty good because they're on the beach too. Mm. Uh, so no, I, I think he's definitely an option. I would rather have him over a Blackpool striker and probably a Boro striker too. And and yeah, Davis is a doubt. So yeah, mm. I don't think he's bad at all. Yeah, actually, um, Cooper said that Keenan Davis is probably out for the rest of the season. Um, I don't yeah. know if that I don't know if that means playoffs or not. Um, it's a hamstring injury, and obviously, it's not a massive injury. But there's only uh, what two or three weeks left of the season, which is kind of how long hamstring injuries can be anyway. So, yeah, if you're looking to move him on, Morris is is potentially a good option. I just saw that Morris actually did get two bonus points against Peterborough despite you know losing two 0 So that does speak volumes. That will be coming from shots on target, won't it? Um, and maybe the odd key pass. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's looking like Morris is still a decent option then um, for this double. You mentioned Middlesbrough strikers. Um, there's no, they're not nailed, are they? It's between Connolly and Spora. Connolly seems to be starting a bit more, doesn't he? Is Balogun not nailed? I think he was on the bench in the last game. I could be wrong. It's probably worth checking because that. He was scoring like he was scoring. I think every game, like five games ago. But maybe he's uh, gone off form now. Yeah, I mean Middlesbrough have. I think they've scored none in their last four, and uh, yeah, in the last game against Huddersfield, I'm just getting it up now. I believe he was benched, but let me just check. Yeah, yeah, it was Watmore and Spora. Um, so they're probably in a void. A void. They've got two decent fixtures from an attacking standpoint, though. They've got Swansea away, Cardiff at home. Cardiff will be... They've got nothing to play for, neither do Swansea. Both teams are conceding goals. If there's ever a time for them to kind of get back in and, in and amongst the goals, it's, it's here. So do you think there are any other options? What about Tavernier? Yeah, I I saw something about him being injured. I don't know. Uh, and I I think Crooks is suspended for like two games because he I think he has like 20, 20 yellow cards that's or fifteen. Crazy. I think it's fifteen. <laughs> I think it's fifteen. <laughs> so maybe that makes I don't know. Maybe it makes what more Nate what more more nailed. And I think he's no, he's probably not on pens anymore. But I think what more is his what more is decent and yeah. maybe Tavern. Tavernier, if he's it's potentially yeah, as but... as Isaiah Jones as well as a cheap one, but I don't I don't love it to be honest. He's nailed. He's, um, well, he's nailed. I saw um, like before this game week, I think it was uh, Angus that posted his team, and he, he uh, maybe it was two weeks ago, but he has gotten in uh, a midfielder for Middlesbrough that's called McGree. I know nothing about him. Yeah, because he he said like he would play. Because of those injuries that you just talked about, after. it's the Australian guy that played for Birmingham. Uh, I don't. I think he's more of a box-to-box midfielder. I don't think he did yeah. very well when he was. I think he's a like four four point four mid. I think he was a budget buster contender earlier. Uh, mm, okay. I I don't think he's very. Middlesbrough are going to need to. You know, find a way of creating enough chances to to score. I mean, yeah, they've they've had they've blanked in four of their last five games. Um, albeit there were some tough fixtures in there. Um, they have played Fulham, Bournemouth, and Huddersfield in that time, um, and Millwall. Um, but the playoff, I think they're three three points behind. Yeah, three points behind Sheffield United. Uh, with a game in hand, um, but yeah, they're going to need to probably get, I don't know, 
maybe maybe nine points out of 12 um, to get the playoffs. That last playoff spot is is really tricky. Shall we move on to questions? I feel like we've probably covered all the teams because there was a question on this, I believe, from Angus. Yeah, uh yeah we can start with angus he has two questions and he says which player are people going to sell now because of doubles with potentially coming to regret uh, but potentially coming to regret it gibbs white for example gibbs white for example He's... <laughs> is, is, is that like like a dig at you <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think he meant it as that but you know maybe he did maybe he did it wouldn't surprise me but yeah um yeah, I mean Gibbs White was is a good example of, of someone who you could sell. I mean, the doubles are finished. Um they're struggling without Sharp up front to, to score goals. Um and they're hanging on to that sixth place by a thread. Um so yeah, I mean you you could get rid of him, get but get rid of him at your own risk. I'm trying to think, do you guys have, have any other ideas? No, I was gonna say he's probably the only example because but I think I think a lot. I don't think anyone's gonna play him, though. And mm. two fixtures yeah. is always better than one. I'll uh, I'll have him, but I'll have him on the bench. I'm pretty sure. I'm just looking at, at the fixture ticket and trying to find a team that that's got popular I think assets. If you but... have uh, go on. I think if you have B uh, Berta, I might mm. sell him. Oh really? Yeah, because I was thinking about buying him, but like. Uh, that was a week ago or something, and I, did, I didn't end about double family, so that made more sense just, since it doesn't have double in a way, so, yeah. Preston, Bournemouth, Birmingham are the last three fixtures. They're not bad. They're not yeah. bad. But... I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I might regret this because, like, I got rid of Solanke uh, some uh, weeks ago, and he could, like, just go mad. I think he scored last this week as well, so... It's just, do I have the players that can like make it up over the more games they have compared to him? Yeah, I think the other ones you could sell are Coventry, Coventry players now. They've got West Brom away, Huddersfield at home, Stoke away. Um, they they are four points behind Sheffield United. So like, they are kind of in must-win territory, but they're, they're not easy games. So um, I think you could potentially sell any Coventry assets, particularly def defensively, like if you've got more, if you've got rotation with another keeper, there's there's not really any point using a precious transfer on that, but if you're looking to maybe, um, let's say you have quite a lot of cash in the bank and you've got a Coventry defender, you could look to sell. I mean, I know you've had Kane at one point, didn't you, Alfred? Do you still have him or have I you sold him? him? You still have him. I, I feel like he could go. He's, he's not even there. He's not completely I mean, nailed. He's, uh, he's third on my bench and I'm going to have 11 doublers. I don't need to sell him. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I also had him uh, in my team for loads of this uh, season. I think I had him on Budget Buster uh, way back and just had him in my team. And he's done okay, but like he's uh, lost his place. And then suddenly he was playing. It, but if I uh, look at the footmob app, he was like playing attacking midfielder. But I'm not, I'm not no. sure if that was right correct. Wing right wing back, I think. And then Dabo yeah. is obviously uh, his competition. Who I think is he injured, Dabo, actually? He's a, yeah, he's a doubt. He was a doubt for the weekend, and uh, George told me he. he I think he, it was a joke, but he was going to start him. I think uh, yeah, he he did he did start uh, against Bournemouth, but he probably mm -hmm. got one point because Bournemouth won three 0 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was the second part of the question? Yeah, that's more relevant. Uh, does anyone actually want the final playoff place? <laughs> Doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> who do you, who do you guys think is going to finish sixth then? So we've got Sheffield United on sixty six, three to go. Millwall sixty five, three to go. Blackburn sixty three, three to go. Middlesbrough sixty three, four to go. QPR sixty three, three to go. Uh, Coventry sixty two, three to go. I could keep going further down, but I think I'll stop there. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, so open. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Alfred? I'm looking at fixtures and I'm thinking probably I don't think Blackburn have the like depth to do it. I think no. even if Sharp is out, I think Sheffield are gonna like just about take it because they do still have pretty decent strikers. Uh, yeah, so I think Sheffield will take it. 
I'm going to go a little out there. It's a bit of a bold shout, but I'm going to say Millwall. They have got Birmingham away, Peterborough at home, Bournemouth away. If Bournemouth happened to have wrapped up automatic promotion by that point, they could maybe sneak... I can see them getting seven points out of their last three games. Two wins and a draw. Just a, just a side note, I think uh, Jed Wallace is injured. So. Mm. Ooh, that's the mouth of the other bit. <laughs> Imagine Millwall in the playoffs, though. <laughs> Imagine yeah. Millwall in the Premier League. <laughs> no yeah, thanks. no way. No thanks. <laughs> that would be so bad. Like, automatic relegation. But Angus is right with the way he's framed the question because the four, like the form, has just dropped off a cliff for like all of those teams really that that we've mentioned. Forest, it's Forest, Luton, and Huddersfield have have been the only teams that have actually, um, you know, looked like they want the playoffs and have actually, you know, looked like they're playing playing well. The rest of the teams have been so inconsistent, so it is going to be really interesting to see. Sheffield yeah, United like... should do it, like in yeah. on paper, it should be Sheffield United, but. Go on, David. What are, are, they you like, are, they, are they like nervous or something? Uh, how do they like talk it so much? All of them. <laughs> Blackburn haven't recovered since kind of losing Brereton, um, mm. and they have just the, the goals have dried up essentially. So I think that's the problem with them. Um, Middlesbrough, the goals have dried up. QPR, it's, it's, it's the goals. QPR are the same. The goals have dried up completely. Um, mm. Which is strange because I think I mean they lost Willock to injury um, a while ago, which will have had quite an impact. He was one of their best players for a while, but play they've got they've still got a decent attacking side. They've got players like obviously Chair, Andre Gray, Dykes, um, Johansson. I'm surprised by how bad QPR have been, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Like. Uh... I think the thing I've been most surprised about is like Huddersfield and how how under the radar they've gone in our game. I, I don't think I've ever had a Huddersfield player this game. Um, yeah. I, I think maybe had Sorba Thomas at some point. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Not, not, even, not even Toffolo. <laughs> Toffolo's flown under the radar. He's been a great pick. I know Angus has yeah. got him now. Um, I think it's because it's because they haven't had any double game weeks. So that's been the main reason. I, I was thinking about Danny Ward a few weeks ago. Um, but never really went there. And then he, I think he might have got injured, but he's certainly not playing now. Jordan Rhodes was up top yesterday. Um, so I think Tom, I think Thomas would have been uh, picked a bit more if he was a mid. Oh yeah, Robert Thomas. Yeah, yeah. He played 100%. like wing, wing back at some point, I think. So like, yeah, yeah being a, yeah, I think he's playing more advanced now. But being a striker makes him less because we only have three striker spots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think he should. He probably should have been classed as a mid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Next question, so David. Next question. Uh, let's see. We can take uh, Abersek's question. Uh, he says, "Is it time to sell for them assets and focus on those playoff chasing teams?" <laughs> and I'll just remind you of uh, the score in the Fulham game. They are three 0 up at forty eight minutes right now. Any and who's got, who's got the goals? Yeah, Mitrovic two, Cavalier one, and Harry Wilson has an assist. Rip to my rank. I only have Mitrovic. He's my captain, <laughs> but I only have him. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I don't know quite how uh, that's happened. I've ended up with only one Fulham, and uh, yeah, it's. I think it's because I sold Cabano, and then, and then I don't know what happened after that. Anyway, yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, no. No, uh, straight up, uh, straight up, no. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I don't. Th I think uh, they will play just the, probably the same season, um, eleven for the rest of the season. Mitrovic to pump his goals up. Wilson to maybe get like a move to uh, another Premier League club. Um, Carvalho just to show maybe show Liverpool fans how good he is. I don't think they're mm -hmm. going to change anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't see any reason to sell them. It could go one of two ways, because obviously this means they'll have secured promotion tonight. They could either play more more freely. Um, obviously, there've been a few poor results that they've had recently. They could just they could just start putting a lot of goals past past teams, or they could 
you know, obviously they've wrapped it up. They, they might drop their performances. It's going to be interesting because this double game week, they I mean, the, the next, all four of their fixtures, they're against teams that have a lot to play for. Bournemouth away, who have not wrapped up automatic promotion just yet. They probably will do it. Then they've got Forest looking to secure that playoff spot. Then they've got Luton. Then they've got Sheffield United. In, in fact, all uh, four teams are like teams just below them. Mm. So maybe there's a, um, where they want to like prove themselves. Mm. And like they, I don't think any team wants to give a spot away for free to mm. Nottingham or Luton or Sheffield either. So I, I don't think they're gonna just play the kids and mm. don't care about the game. Yeah. I, I think yeah. they're gonna just play the best team. Like this, I, I agree with like the just proving it. Like we we deserve to be in the Premier League. Like we we're not going to uh, slip up now because why would they? They are mm. they are doing so well and they can just keep going going. And uh, I think uh, this might not make sense to many others that, that are not playing uh, Elite Seven, but uh, I think they're like a bit like Bodeglimt, the team that went so far in the conference thing and stuff like. Uh, they played yesterday and they were winning like three nil, but like playing if they were like leading like with one, and they finally won like five one. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you are like that team and just you just play as you're the best you can, even if you have uh, the the win locked in, then you uh, at least for fantasy purposes that like that's the gold thing. Even if you know they are like uh, nailed as well, you just have to have them. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate for a second, I wonder if some of the games might be quite tight. I feel like Bournemouth will be satisfied with a point. Forest, I don't know about Forest because they may feel like they can still chase down Bournemouth, in which case they probably need to attack and, and try and win the game. But equally, from a, a playoff point of view, they would probably be happy with a point. Luton would probably be happy with a point with where they are in terms of the gap they've got down to, to seventh. Um, and then it depends what Sheffield United win at the end of the season. So I, I'm just, I, I obviously, I'm just playing devil's, devil's advocate here. Um, but maybe some of the games might be quite tight. Just a thought. Um, yeah. Just a quick question. Uh, if you're, uh, if you don't have three uh, Fulham, who would you uh, get? I have a Wilson and Mitrovic, and uh, because I had uh, Rodak for a while, I uh, just had him as my third. But now I don't have them. Yeah, probably Wilson and Carvalho. Yeah, Williams is also a good option because yeah. it's more. I think it's more likely that you don't have three doubling defenders than having four doubling mids. So that's true. Yeah, uh, I, I, because Carvalho he doesn't he doesn't have set pieces like Wilson does, and but it, I think he's more of a he plays deeper than Wilson. I think he. He has been returning more recently, but I think Nico Williams is a fine uh, alternative. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yes. We can go on to uh, Billy Hadaway's question. Uh, he asks, best differentials for the last two game weeks? Two, one in each position, please. Ooh, one in each position. Does this include goalkeeper? Mm, yeah, why not? We can just say uh, one keeper quickly and just go on with it. Shall we shall we say one each for each position really quickly without any like real justification? Yeah. Goalkeepers. Right. Um, do you do you have one straight away? Um, well, clean sheets probably. Uh, is it Daniels in goal for Borough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniels. Cool. Yeah. I'll say. Uh, Samba. Why not? Yeah, I'll say Samba. Yeah, and uh, if we are going, uh, if, if we are going to like uh, think uh, of it as uh, tight games for Fulham, maybe Rodak. Okay. If you want, uh, probably the best defense in the league. Yeah. Defenders then. I can start. I I was. Uh, thinking about talking about him when we talked about uh, um, Millsborough, but I can say him now, now uh, Pad McNair. Is he differential uh, though? Maybe not like on the whole, but I, I don't think like the most people in the top 100 have him. I'm not sure. 
I'll allow it. Probably one in one in three heaven. Really? I'd say yeah, so. Yeah. At least in the top ten. I haven't owned him really? once, but every now and again they... he annoys me. Yeah, he's 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 differential in the sense like you you know he's good and you like you could have him, but you have other options. So he's yeah. if it, if you're not if you're looking at ownership, maybe not, but like. If you're considering him to other options that aren't at the same price, he could be a difference because he wouldn't necessarily pick him first. Fair, yeah. I'll say um, a Millwall defender. A Millwall defender. Who's the most attacking? Is it Murray Wallace? Uh, Is it no, I think, he, I think it's Malone and McNamara. Okay. Oh yeah, Malone. Obviously, yes, Malone. Um, I guess he's more expensive though. Depends if you want it. If I'll say uh, a, a yeah. Millwall defender. Yeah, uh, I'll say uh, Nat Phillips. So I think. I think they can keep clean sheets in those games besides uh, Fulham, actually. Mm. And uh, he's uh, he has some set piece threats. Cool. Yeah, it's a good shout. They've got the double double as well. Yeah. Uh, midfielders. Yeah, I can start. Go for it. Uh, I, I'm not going to consider Bassi a differential because I think he's pretty obvious with the fixtures. So I'm going to go for uh, Christie, Ryan Christie. I was thinking of Bournemouth mid as well. Yeah. I think I'm going to... I don't know who's the other Bournemouth mid. Who's actually nailed from the other... I mean, Anthony, but he's a forward, isn't he? Yeah, he Um Low, I don't think he's nailed. I don't think any of them are nailed, really, apart from Christie. Campman. Billing, but he's not really a differential. Billing gets booked. No, I don't, I don't think Billing's a great option anymore. No. He gets I booked all the time. He's the yellow card machine. So. Yellow card machine. Yeah. I like your Christie shout, but I'm going to have to go somewhere else now, now you've said that. So, um, I will say... What? Go on. If you've got one, David, go ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm going to sound so much like myself now, uh, and I'm going to say uh, the main man, <laughs> Mr. Phillips in Sinkonagel, because uh, <laughs> I'm uh, thinking of getting him just for the nostalgia pick, and uh, yeah. because he's most likely not in uh, Gaffer next year, next year. For what it's worth, I don't think he'll get benched again this season. That's good. Um, I think he was a big miss against Luton, actually. Um, with his creativity it's, it's a weird one because i think a lot of forest fans find him really frustrating especially his finishing but forest just look better with him in the team it's it's a strange one um yeah he was very good last night though he's very very good last night okay i'll say i see i'm stuck now you could go for a cabano because i don't think anyone has it i don't i don't think he's nailed enough I think maybe. he rotates too much I with Maybe Reed, Reed. Reed plays now and then. Yeah, I will. I'll go. I mean, we've talked about him before, but I'll say James Garner on all the set pieces. Yeah. Fair. Strikers. <laughs> I, uh, I I know who I'm going to say because I was so surprised that I saw someone actually having him. Dimitrovic, uh, by any chance? <laughs> He's differential, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, no, uh, a fellow, um, very good friend of the pod is always asking, asking questions. Um, editor, he uh, has gone real differential in all of his teams, it seems like in both FPL and Gaffer. And he has, uh, did he even captain? I don't think so, but he has uh, Andy Carroll, <laughs> and he he scored or something, I think. Um, yeah, did you did you do quite well on like was it Good Friday? Might have been Good Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Their fixtures aren't bad: Coventry, Reading, Barnsley. And he's only six million <laughs> for like uh, West Brom. That's a good. I like that, David. That is a proper out there differential shout. Yeah, I like yeah, it. yeah. I like it. <laughs> That's amazing. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure. I can I can say mine. Go for it. Uh, Sarage. Yeah, he'll be nailed now. I'll say. Uh, hmm. 
okay, this is a bit out there. But Jordan Rhodes, because Huddersfield has some quite nice fixtures. Barnsley, Coventry, Bristol City. Yeah. I found that he uh, he had he got twenty two points as <laughs> an emergency emergency captain Friday. <laughs> Freaking amazing. That's that's mad. Or or maybe Vyman actually. I'm I'm going to change my answer to, answer to Vyman because oh, yeah. Bristol City also have good fixtures. Cool. Nice. That's that question. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We have, uh, we can take uh, the first of uh, FPL Glasgow's question. He uh, has uh, sent us a screenshot and is asking which mid is midfield generals for this slot better than Captain and DC Mitchell and Solanke. So he has uh, Wilson, Johnson, Cavallo, Patterson, and Garner. Depends what other boosts he's got. To be honest, it's quite hard to answer that question he, without knowing. If he has jeepers keepers, then probably probably not. Mm. Uh, maybe actually, I don't, I don't know. I can see how, I can actually we need, I think we need to know what what other boosts. He know. has jeepers keepers left because he's played Goldfest and uh, what's that called? Home advantage. Yes, used. He's played home advantage. Okay. So does that mean he's got golf fest left? No, he has oh, sorry. as well. He's played golf fest. He's um, played yeah, I'd go Jeepers Keepers. Because, you know, yeah. Mitch Fitch and Slanky could go off any double game week, so. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. did he say who is mids? Um he had Garner he had a couple of five million mids, didn't he? Like kind of Yeah, so uh, Cavallio and uh, Patterson. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that strikes me as one where midfield dynamos could go wrong. I mean, then they're all good options, but there's something like, you know, Patterson could just get a surprise benching out of nowhere, and then there's these kind of 5 million mids who yeah. only return can a few go, games. can go really wrong. I, when I played it, I got, like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I, had, like, I got there. zero returns over eight games. <laughs> oh, dear. That's so bad. <laughs> I think mine mine flopped as well. Patterson, yeah. Was it Patterson? Or did Patterson get anything in 40? I'm just going to bring it back up again now. Hang on. I had... Uh, it wasn't awful. It was basically Brennan Johnson and then everybody else got less than 10. Like, before doubling. Yeah, play Jeepers Keepers, I'd say, Glastone. Yeah. And uh, we can also take uh, the second to last question from Stoke Gaffer Kyle. Uh, he asks uh, a question specifically for Alfred. <laughs> so we, we're not allowed to answer this, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he says, Hey Alfred, who is the best right wing back? Oh, right. <laughs> I read that wrong the first time. Who's the right, best right wing back in the championship this season? Uh, yeah, so I. I don't know if he wants me to say uh, uh, Nathan Byrne or Spence because he knows I love Spence, but he, he also knows I talked Byrne up bef uh, before the season. I'm I'm obviously gonna say Spence because I love him. Uh, yeah, I think that's what he wants me to say. That's the correct answer, Alfred. The correct answer. You know, he's got all these awards. He's got uh, Player of the Month, Goal of the Month, and he was in. Was it in Team of the Week or something? And obviously he is my ex-neighbour, so you've got to love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best player of uh, the Gaffer season, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the, all the Gaffer-related questions. We always get like one a fun question at the end. I love it. Um, and it's also from Glasto. This is our one. Um, he asked us about Honey Badgers last time, <laughs> uh, and now he uh, he asks not a patch on the Honey Badgers question, but what color is time? <laughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> Anyone a secret philosopher? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Or physicist? <laughs> physicist. Could you find like the color of time? Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I just I read that question it was earlier. I was like, what is this? And I, I th first thing I thought about was yellow for no good reason. I don't know. That's my uh, my was my uh, instinct. But uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have any educated answers. Um, I'm just going to say all of them. All of them. Ooh, like the rainbow, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. I mean... Do I do I say the kind of what I the scientific what I think it might be the scientific answer or just, just... Yeah, yeah 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 that's a, that's a nice counterweight for our uh... time time has no interaction with light maybe it does maybe there's some really advanced quantum physics stuff that goes on there but you know time and light and color. Are completely different things so there is no color but if i was to if the question is what would you choose as a color for time i will say blue yeah. and i have no have reason the, for it <laughs> we, have the, we have the colors of sweden so that's uh that's a nice end to it cool. so that's yeah. all the questions that's all, right, all the questions yeah wonderful Let's very quickly look at our teams for uh, Game Week 44 then, our bus teams, and then briefly kind of talk about what our plans are. So the first team is, that is Alfred's team. What are your plans? Obviously Jeepers Keepers. Yeah, uh, I'm going to play Jeepers Keepers on Phillips and Travers or Fisher. Uh, so I'm going to bring them in with my two transfers. and. Bree is injured, and uh, I don't really want to play him with Lamar or King. So I'm probably going to buy a uh, defender. Uh, I think Worrell or Nat Phillips. Cool. And captaincy, um, Mitro? Yeah, probably Mitro, but I might go I might go Bessie for the vice-captain. I haven't decided yet. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, David, that's you. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's me. Think, sorry, uh, sorry, that's my team. Didn't even recognize my yeah. own team for a second there. I am obviously have no boosts left, so I'm not going to be playing any boosts. Um, I have got um, one free transfer, which I will probably spend in defense because, as you can see, I've kind of got a full complement of doublers um, in my attack. So I'll probably sell Bree um probably i'm gonna say I, I think i haven't really given it much thought because i'm like i said before i'm on the beach in gaffer but if i was to decide right now i would probably bring in mcnair for brie um i still have Zamora as well but i don't think he'll be back um i think he'll he'll still be injured which is a shame but i could so i could sell him as well um but yeah i don't think i'll take a hit i'll just make the one move um yeah and captain c I'm tempted to go against Mitrovic because, yeah, I don't really care much anymore. I might go for, might go for Brennan. Might, might, might captain Brennan, but we'll see. David, sorry, now it's you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I'll make uh, three transfers this week. Um... And uh, while I was looking at it while we were talking, I was uh, thinking about taking out Baker, so I just don't have that problem anymore. But uh, I think uh, I'll get uh, Synchronagle for Gibbs White, because uh, if I get uh, Gibbs White, I will have like an even more benching problems. Uh, <laughs> so maybe just uh, save the cash and make it uh, use it in uh, the coming weeks. Uh, so that would be one. And uh, as you said, uh, Davis is pretty much a doubt, so I think I will take him out for Piro. So I will have double uh, Swansea attackers, just uh, to have uh, both of them in case uh, one of them goes mad. Uh, I think that could be a nice differential. Uh, and uh, I think I will also get uh, um, McNair for Greaves, because he's like my bench in a way. Um, so yeah. I think that will be the my moves, and I will have lots of cash in the bank again. So uh, mm. it will be interesting to see what I'm doing with that. But uh, 
maybe like get uh, Cabano for Baker or something the next week or just uh, having flexibility for that. Um, when it comes to captaincy, I'm not sure. Um, and it is at that point that the video just cut off. Um, so, hi guys, this is Joel. Um, the next day, the Wednesday, who um, you know, I just came to edit it uh, at this point and discovered this. Um, I know exactly what's happened though, so hopefully it won't happen again. Um, yeah, apologies for that, but uh, thankfully there was not very uh, long left on the pod. Um, David was just mentioning captaincy and um, that he was going to um, go a little bit different um, as it's coming towards the end of the season. I think he was talking about captaining Bassey actually. Um, and then after that, all that was left to say was a big thank you to Alfred for coming on the pod. Um, it really was great to chat to him. We we, we really enjoyed it. Um, he's a fantastic gaffer manager. His knowledge of the championship is really, 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 really strong. Um, and yeah, it was it was great to hear from him and his thoughts as we go up to the last few game weeks of the season. And we wish him all the best in his quest for a top five finish. Um, yeah, and so. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the pod and uh, we will be back recording another Super League episode before the season is out. And then um, we will wrap things up for the 2021-2022 season and reflect a little bit on on, on how things have gone uh, this season and uh, how we can improve the pod um, moving forward into next season. So, uh, yeah, any feedback you have, please do share. And, uh, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it and that you... Um, Finish the season strong and uh, enjoy the football while we still have it. And we will see you very, very soon. Goodbye.